0: up on this episode we begin by talking about the delicious taste of those detergent pods then we get into the week's tech news including nintendo's big play and cardboard amazon's fancy convenience store and facebook letting you pick the news stick around it's all coming up on a new don't panic right now this is don't panic episode number 190 recorded january 22nd 2018 you pick the news Hello everybody, welcome to this episode of Don't Panic, the technology podcast on Gadgets and you You, i I'm Sean Jennings, joined as always by my two co-hosts, a couple of guys who were eating Tide Pods way before it was cool, Colby Rabidu and Dan Miller. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Uh, I, I, just to clarify, I've never eaten a Tide Pod. I don't, you know, Colby,
1: <laughs> I don't know. i actually never used a Tide Pod. Have either of you used a Tide Pod? I've used, like, the dishwasher pods.
0: I used to be a big Tide Pod guy. In college I w- in college it made a lot of sense cuz you don't like lugging yeah, the liquid around. Yeah, this whole around.
2: time I've been assuming it was the
0: dishwasher pods. No. So the dishwasher ones have been around for a while, but um the laundry ones were new a couple years ago. And so it's mm. it's laundry detergent. So they existed when we were in college? They were like brand new around that time and I was like, "Yes, I want some of this." Um and so I was using the pods for for a little while at that point. I don't use them anymore because um, I just think the liquid's a little more convenient with what I'm doing now. But they seem to work okay. They were just a little more expensive than just using the straight-up liquid. So if you have a dedicated laundry space, I think I don't think it makes a lot of sense. I see. But they do look delicious. They look like candy. They really do. They make them brightly colored. And like if someone made a candy version where it was filled with like you know, some kind of liquid sugar candy <laughs> like those would be so much fun to eat. I'm not going to lie. They're, aren't they big? They're like, you know, they're about that big. I mean, they got a
1: that's a robust candy. That would be like <laughs> special occasion. It candy. is. But the fun is <laughs> you... like the Cadbury eggs that you only get yes. at Easter time.
0: Yes, I love it. Right. We should like
1: too good. It's too good for normal everyday consumption.
0: Oh, totally. No, we need to make. The, a candy company that makes laundry detergent packets but full of candy and then they <laughs> burst in your mouth it's fun and don't poison you which is <laughs> right, extremely right. important you don't die. <laughs> that's the important part yeah, yeah. I, I prefer not to die that, and that's what I hate about these trends is I've had more than one uh, I will say older person come up to me and say uh, are people really doing that and I have to explain to them that um, while some are most are not
1: Um, like seven people did that
0: basically it's it's only one of those local news stories where it's like all the kids today they're all eating and they're like do people really do that and i go sadly some. they're all doing php they're yes (laughs) exactly you know those local what was it for a while they were huffing cat urine it was like they all these weird (laughs) sort of in new york that's a delicacy that's Mm. good to know it's like that what is it
1: that coffee that that the coffee beans that are digested by cats or something the the
2: civet
0: cat right yeah. Turns Great. out the peas pretty caffeinated, also. Well, you don't want, you don't want to know where those cronuts have been. Uh, <laughs> but anyway. Great.
2: So uh, I'll call
0: them a cronut for now. That's there you go. <laughs> uh, so what's uh, what's going on with you guys? Anything? Anything
1: new? Nothing. I'm halfway through. Well, a little more than halfway through my week of of fun employment.
0: That's right. We, you know, I should have done up a bumper graphic and audio unemployment watch week two (laughs) you hanging in there
2: Uh, unemployment in the Colby household has rose 100% over the weekend
0: (laughs) (laughs) well and now actually the folks at home if you're watching the video version you can see Colby's rearranged apartment
1: it's true that's that's one of the things that I uh that I did I bought some shelves I Final, finally finished the don't don't panic episode upload form. Uh, so now it, it works all the way. Um,
2: We've been uploading these things bit by bit by hand. <laughs> I don't mean yeah chunk by chunk. I mean bit by bit.
1: Right. It was it was artisanal. Yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> We've artisanal. gone mass production.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. So for better or worse, we're we're a, a, an automated shop now. Robots are taking our jobs.
0: Um, All right, so I, as they should. If you get a
2: 100 episodes uploaded into your feed, <laughs> you know
0: what? <laughs> All of a sudden there's one like every five minutes. You're it's like, no, too, too much, too much.
1: <laughs> um, Yeah, that was good. I think today was the first day that I, I got the first like inklings of boredom. Mm. Um, That's a pretty good run, though. <clears throat> I think so. And I think ideally, like by the end of this week, I'd like to be uh bored prior. right right bored and like ready yeah. to do something uh, yeah. to have some some external scheduling so pretty good on that front i guess
2: have you finished uh, fallout yet no
1: i actually haven't played any video games
2: i thought uh, you had said you just started restarted fallout
1: i did just restart fallout but in my time off i really haven't played oh. any video games which wow. sounds crazy. You're doing unemployment like exactly very badly. You right, right. It seems <laughs> like exactly what you would do when you when you have two weeks off to do nothing. But I, I haven't done... Uh,
0: so Colby does productive marketing. things.
1: Weird, right? <laughs> it's like it's relaxing when, uh, you, know, no weird, like, when you don't have to. <laughs> yeah.
2: Like,
1: like it's just satisfying. It's it's all the f- satisfaction of achieving things without any of the resentment for... for um, being being obligated to achieve them.
0: That's right. That's yeah. right. When there are no expectations, it's right. that much more fun. Which is how we treat this show, a show with no expectations. <laughs> um, gosh, we're just we're just harding ourselves tonight, aren't we? Um, Brutal. Well, that's exciting. Yeah.
1: What's new with you guys?
0: Well, I I got my I'm, I'm wearing a hat tonight.
2: Yeah, what's the deal?
0: That's oh yeah, I was gonna ask
2: about you, that. You know,
0: this is we've done 190 episodes. I figured I might as well wear a hat on one of them. Uh, I see you guys did not get the hat memo. Uh, no, I'm I'm supporting my my uh-huh. local Springfield Thunderbirds. Gah! Yes, that's it. He he gets it. Um, our America's favorite uh minor league hockey team. <laughs> oh, they're a hockey team. They are. They are playing right here in Springfield, Massachusetts, uh, the the affiliate sense. team to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Thunderbirds. So I got, I went out, I saw them play the other night, which was fun. Right here in uh, Springfield, at their little <coughs> mini arena, it's very small, mm-hmm. but uh, but that was fun. I've seen some hockey in person. Any fights? Yeah, a couple fights. I wouldn't say they were great. Really? I wouldn't say they were oh great, but yeah, there were. I uh, what two or three. One of them, Hockey's one of them was real good. Bananas. Some dude I think broke his hand, so that was fun. And the, actually, the <laughs> action it was high score. It was like a four-three a game, so it was high scoring. And actually, one of the goals was um, ESPN's top play of the day in the whole country. So that was that was neat as well. So fun to get out. I know people who listen to this show are big into sports, so you know, got to represent. I got my Hartford Yard Goats hat is somewhere else. maybe I'll wear it next week. Yes, that
1: one that's the that's that's quite a mascot it is I think we've talked talked about the yard goats before we so have. I'm sure we don't need to do it again but damn they are fun it's like the pinnacle the pinnacle of mascot technology
0: yes the yard goats <laughs> very <laughs> funky uh Dan what's anything anything new with Dan other than you know you're just you no, you're, you're late nights
2: watch the crazy yeah watch the crazy smash brothers tournament Uh, this weekend
0: went rock climbing, working. Yeah, living that extreme lifestyle. It's yeah, it's yeah, it's really extreme. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yep, it sure sounds like I
2: I'm not I'm not, you know. I don't have all day to do fun stuff to
0: talk about. No, like, you know. Not all of us I, can afford that. Dan, I hear you. Your life is monotonous. You're out there throwing axes, rock climbing, you know, just the regular daily grind, you know, just like the rest. <laughs> Who wants to hear that?
2: I had, I, had to, I had to take out a grindstone
0: to sharpen my axe the other day. <laughs> yeah, There you go. Just like we all do. Boring. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay. Well, that's fair. Yeah. All right do do we have any other banter we want to talk about or should we just shuffle right along to
2: let's, let's get shuffling
0: let's 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 shuffle our way right down to the tech news we've got some stories here in the rundown uh, Nintendo, Amazon, Facebook, Huawei. Uh guys, you get to choose. Uh we've got quite a rundown here. I would say a medium amount of news this week, not a not a super hard hitting week. Well, have, uh, Mobile World Congress will be I think end of this month, early March, and we'll get a lot of new phone news, new Samsung phones coming out of there. S, what are they up to? S, S9, S I think. Um, wow. And that'll be coming up. But for now, we've got the news that's in here. Where do you guys want to start?
2: All oh, right. Sorry, I didn't even have it
1: up. Oh, Jesus. I looked at the, the one with the Nintendo stuff. Yes, Looks yes, cool.
0: yes. Cool. Labo. Yeah. You want to talk about Labo? I sure do labo uh nintendo said uh they're coming out with a new way to play and they weren't joking they rolled out their new labo uh which i don't even know how to describe it in a it's it's not a it's a toy i guess uh the way it works is it uses diy cardboard accessories to work with your switch's joy-con controllers to create sort of additional items you can use with your switch uh so what it is you get a kit on there i'll explain the versions of the kit in a second but you get a kit with these sort of perforated cardboard sheets that are pre-cut out, and you punch out the cardboard, and you bend it, and you fold it, and you attach it, and some of them have strings and pulleys and things like that, and you actually build something with the cardboard, you insert the Joy-Con controllers into it, and it creates a whole new thing. You can make a little mini piano. You can make a fishing rod. You can make an RC-type car. And it integrates with a cartridge that comes with the cardboard. You plug it into your Switch and you can use, you play the piano using the Switch or you can go fishing using a fishing rod in the Switch. Um, It comes in two varieties. There is the the, uh, variety kit, which has five different games, RC car, fishing, piano, and a couple others, like I mentioned for $69.99. And the robot kit, which is made up of a head visor and backpack and string and gloves and feet. And you wear it, your kids wear it. And then when they like move, they actually control a robot inside the Switch. And so it's like they're, they're fighting and they're boxing using cardboard and string. It's quite neat. Uh, and that'll cost you $79.99. It goes on sale April 20th uh, from Nintendo. I'll put up the, uh, for those watching the video version, I will put up, a, as we're talking, a video here on the screen so you can kind of get a better idea. It's a little difficult to describe, but. Um... So
2: how does this piano
0: thing work?
1: I don't know. I was I was wondering about that too. Is <laughs> I, there like an uh, you know some what? sort of sensor on the end of the switch remote?
2: Yeah, there's like an IR sensor.
1: Hmm. So, so maybe you,
2: you stick those in the sides, and it figures out which ones you're pressing down.
0: Yeah. How maybe I how by so. distance? Yeah. That's crazy.
2: And then the, the you put them in like the little robot thing, and it vibrates the controller to have it <laughs> walk around. Yeah
1: it's pretty cool <laughs>
2: yeah this is kind of bananas some of the
1: they look like pretty elaborate like these are, are I mean it's cardboard and string like you said but uh, it seems kind of legit
2: oh and it, it yeah it fun. comes with the instructions as a game on the switch so the instructions are animated you can like move the bottles around so yep. you can try to figure out
0: how you're supposed to put it together that is pretty cool this is, this is, bon- this is like, this is bonkers. This is, this is crazy. And I wanted to hate it like immediately as soon as I saw it. Cause I'm just like a, cause I'm jaded. I'm jaded and I'm just bitter and I'm old. And I saw this and I'm like, if I work, well, frankly, as an adult, I want to do it. But if I were a kid, <laughs> if I were a kid, I would go nuts for this. Like, cause I was big in a Lego and connects and all that. Like, this is really neat. And I would add such a blast playing with this.
2: Yeah. The only thing it's missing is some ability to like program your own things to use these the ideas they have here and make your own bits and bobs. Although maybe for like the little mouse that runs around, you could build whatever you want and stick to your controllers on it and try to get it to move just uh, by the controller vibrating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm on board. I don't think I'm going to get it, though. Yeah. Too much shit in my
0: apartment. Already. <laughs> you're just generating waste and garbage <laughs> at that point. Yeah. I get
1: so much cardboard from Amazon. Like, I don't yeah.
0: Know,
1: <laughs> a couple of yeah. times uh, How tons long a until
2: there's some sort of uh, bootleg version of this? Although I guess you have to buy it to get the game anyways.
0: Yeah. Uh, by the way, this article does point out how the piano works, if you're curious. Uh, yeah. Apparently, one of the Joy-Cons has a camera
2: in it. Oh, I thought it was an IR sensor. It's a whole camera. Uh,
0: and it says it can see the back of the keys, so it knows which ones you're pressing and relates it to the switch and the, their sound-modifying knobs as well. Um, they have distinctive stripes that are associated with the sounds so the camera can tell them apart. Oh.
1: Wow. Neat. Neato. Neat.
0: Yeah, so uh, they say they're, they plan to come out with more in the future. This is just what they're launching with um, for now, but this seems actually kind of like not crappy (laughs) like you're you're like that's how i would summarize the switch not crappy not not crappy well when i saw like just the headline and kind of the pictures of it i'm like oh nintendo is just like desperate and selling you crap and i'm like no this is actually like kind of neat and not more technology on top of more technology too which is which is nice i think it's good to uh to mix it up So there you go, Nintendo Labo, uh, April 20th, coming soon to a store near you. One down. What else we got? Let's move right on to Amazon. To Amazon. Right on? To Amazon. Now, if we're going down the list, we'll jump in here. You may remember we talked previously about Amazon's uh, looking to relocate its second headquarters uh, somewhere on the East Coast. They asked for submissions. Over 200 cities submitted proposals uh, from up and down the coast, including Mexico and Canada. Amazon has narrowed that search down to just 20 locations. Those finalists are Atlanta, Austin, Boston, Chicago, (laughs) Columbus, Ohio, Dallas, Denver, Indianapolis, Los Angeles, Miami, Montgomery County, Maryland, Nashville, Newark, New York City, Northern Virginia, Virginia, Pennsylvania, or Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh, (laughs) Pennsylvania, Raleigh, Toronto, and Washington, D.C. Now that it's. Could this
2: article have made that list any more difficult
0: to read? It's a little (laughs) chunky. It's a little chunky. They they could have bullet that's, pointed those.
2: Yeah, that's my first comment. Second comment, Montgomery County, Maryland and North Virginia, Virginia are yeah. as teams <laughs> of cities?
0: No, they're regions, but I agree. You're right. That is in cheating North a Virginia, little bit. Virginia, Virginia. No, no. And I know why they <laughs> do did you that. Had to specify North Virginia, Virginia. Well, because a part of it is I do believe that there are actually like specific cities in those regions who applied. It's just cities you've never heard of. So they say Northern Virginia. So you at least have a loose idea of what part of Virginia they're talking about. Because they do have specific like sites recommended for these. So it's not just like we're going to put it somewhere in the you know top half of the state. Mm. I wonder where
1: the one in Boston is. I feel like. I don't know that much about this, but the prospect of this, like. I assume these cities are like making like wacky concessions to Amazon to like try and entice them and i mostly feel about this the way i felt about the prospect of the olympics being in boston which is like i'd rather not (laughs) you're good
0: (laughs) here's good pass right
1: right it's like boston's fine the way it is (laughs) or at least fine without this sort of thing i don't know
0: yeah i mean most of the proposals put out by these cities uh the cities consider confidential um we do know a few of them newark's offered about seven billion dollars in tax breaks montgomery county maryland about five Um, the, uh, from everything I've read, the sort of front leaders among this group include Boston, uh, Chicago, I read an article today that, um, apparently there's a company that like you can hire them to tell you where to put your headquarters and they would recommend Atlanta. So I guess that's got a good shot as well. Um, and also interestingly enough, three of these, as we mentioned, Montgomery County, Maryland, Northern Virginia, Virginia, and Washington DC are all roughly in the same area considering there are three cities there. Maybe that gives it a better shot. So mm-hmm. those are sort of your, your leaders uh, respectively um, for the search and only one outside the U S Toronto.
1: Toronto. I went there once. I went to medieval times in Toronto. Of course, cool. Is
2: that that obviously... why you went to
0: Toronto.
1: No, it was for like a band competition. But did you play uh, at the medieval
0: times? <laughs> oh my
1: god, I wish like a medieval no, we band. It's some like like university <laughs> music place or something. But we went to eat at medieval times after, and that was that was exciting.
2: Have you ever been back to medieval times since? No, but I wish I had. Oh, wow. So you're you're
0: ready. You're on board. So so if I understand I'm on
1: board with a medieval times. Yeah.
0: Well, if I understand, Colby, it's, you know, Amazon's five billion dollar headquarters in Boston. No, thank you. Medieval Times in Boston. Yes, please yeah do you no, have medieval
2: I, times in boston
1: i bet dude, we don't but i bet we could get a medieval times with a fraction of
0: the tax break we could get an amazon <laughs> we'll you a headquarters $500 with. tax break to build a medieval times right. in boston like
1: which which one of those like increases our uh well-being more i don't know i don't know
2: now but would medieval times be willing to come to boston without an amazon headquarters there mm. what if you had yeah, what if you had to do the
0: Amazon headquarters in order to get the Medieval Times? That's that's oh, the thing. Be no. like, I guess we'll let Amazon in if it means we can get a medieval times. <laughs> that's the that's the Trump bargaining approach to this. <laughs> well, in case you're curious, the closest medieval times to Boston is I believe yeah. Lyndhurst to New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> so But there is one in Atlanta, so if they built the head and one in Chicago. So I guess Boston's not a real city. It doesn't have medieval times. Um, but anyway, there you go. 50,000 jobs coming to, coming to one of these cities. Um, Amazon says it plans to dive deeper into those proposals and evaluate whether those locations can actually support the plan. Do you guys want to take a stab at where you think they're going to go or where they definitely won't go?
2: Uh, I feel like any of the ones out in the middle of nowhere is unlikely so nashville yeah nashville pittsburgh columbus
0: pittsburgh's pretty unlikely
2: well pittsburgh has google offices and other and an apple office
0: it doesn't uber have a big office there too yep
2: yep so i could see that one working i mean out in the middle of nowhere in terms of where like a, a workforce for like a general workforce for amazon would be indianapolis Indianapolis, no. So I think front uh, possibilities in my mind are Atlanta, Austin, Boston, Chicago, uh, maybe Dallas, Denver. Uh, I I feel like if you're gonna have another headquarters, why bother like staying on the West Coast? So I'm gonna rule out Los Angeles, rule out Miami. It, the Northern Virginia thing slash Washington D.C. seems plausible. Uh, I, I I bet that New York won't get the main tax break, so we'll rule that out. Uh, yeah, and Pittsburgh. So my guesses are Austin, Boston, Chicago, uh, Denver, Pittsburgh, D C Yeah, it seems legit.
0: I, I think maybe
2: we- Newark if they're like, because that's still kind of close, uh, and maybe they could like. That would be pretty attractive for people who live in New Jersey. Uh, not having to commute into New York would be nice.
0: Well, what's interesting is that one of their sort of big sticking points in trying to uh, in trying to pick a city was that transit was a big was a big airports big transit, um, and that's what interests me about places like you said, like Austin or Pittsburgh Chicago. or well, but uh, you know, do, does Austin have really great? public transportation it, they got a oh, small airport about, like,
2: right i don't know about public transportation in general uh,
0: i don't know so that's been, uh, that's that's why i would think like you mentioned boston chicago um places washington dc places with more established transportation um i think would be even atlanta with with their mac daddy of all airports um <laughs> i think is uh they're all interesting choices but it's going somewhere so someone's getting it but anyway, we'll wait and see. Stay tuned and don't panic for all the updates on this story as it develops. we got one more Amazon story. We do. And, hey, folks may remember this. We talked about this a while back. Uh, remember that convenience store Amazon was going to open where you didn't have to pay? You just walked in, took stuff, and left, and it knew it was you? Well, it's finally opening. Amazon Go, uh, opening at their new headquarters on 7th Avenue in Seattle. Uh, it's about a year later than originally planned, but it's available now. Um Upon uh, entering, you scan a barcode on your phone so they know you've entered the store. Uh, But after that, you're all on your own. You're greeted by a selection of salads, sandwiches, and beverages, as well as ready-to-eat meals for breakfast, lunch, and dinners. It also carries a small selection of beer and wine, although you do have to talk to somebody to get those, Um, as well as produce, meat, and even Amazon's own meal kits, which we've also talked about on the show. They're sort of HelloFresh Blue Apron style uh, meals you can pick up there as well. You'll also get some of Whole Foods. Their 365 Everyday Value brand will also be available there. Uh, You grab what you want off the shelf Uh, You put them in your bag, and you automatically get charged as you walk out. Uh, No cashiers. Uh, The way it works is it uses a series of cameras and sensors that are placed all over the store to watch everything you do.
2: Did you see the picture of the line outside?
0: No, was it
2: it really long? Yeah. It's like the irony of people going to a store where the whole point is you don't have to wait in any lines, (laughs) waiting in line to get into that store.
0: That sounds about right. (laughs) that That doesn't (laughs) surprise me in the slightest where is this is in seattle yes
1: oh yeah cool yeah uh i read a different article about this that said that sort of featured how meant just how many cameras there are in the store oh and there's there's a lot. Yeah,
0: there's, there's a, a are there pictures? There there is a picture in the article I have in the rundown. I'll put it up on screen here where they kind of point out where they are along the top the the top of the store. Um they're really meant to blend in. They don't really stick out too too much. Um but there are a lot of them. Mm. Uh, I'm assuming watching every single square foot of that store.
1: Yeah. I think mm. the article I read said that they're like sort of consumer grade cameras like they're not like sort of webcam grade cameras they're not like particularly sure. fancy or higher end but they're wrapped the box they're in is a custom like controller computer thing
0: it's kind of neat yeah yeah i don't oh, yeah. i'm on the fence i mean i you know i i kind of would just like a nice convenience store though like i don't I don't really think cashiers are what's holding me up at a, you know, is that really that big yeah. of a deal?
2: No, yeah, at a at a grocery store at peak times, yes, that is what's holding me
0: up. Uh, but no, not at like a bodega, which
2: is what this kind of looks like.
0: And and the other thing that and you know I I I try and be sensitive to these things, but you know there was an interesting article today that you know they they don't accept. Um, SNAP benefits, f- food stamps more commonly referred oh, yeah, to, yeah, nor yeah. do they accept cash. Uh, and essentially, you know, there was an interesting article I read a while back. We should have talked about it on the show at some point, uh, but about how sometimes intentionally, mostly not intentionally, but a lot of these neighborhoods that are moving strictly towards cashless payments are excluding uh, homeless people, lower income people um, from essentially living in their neighborhoods um, simply because yeah. they, can't, they can't buy things in the store because um, they don't mm. accept cash.
1: I didn't like know that that was the thing you could do. Not accept I cash. Like, I, ge- I guess there's like what's stopping you from not doing that, but it's, it just seems like it seems yeah. like there should be, there would be a rule like you have to take cash. I don't and know. And I
2: think it, in my experience, it's always like bougie coffee shops that don't accept cash. Like I've I've never been to a restaurant that didn't accept cash uh or like a regular store
1: right it's sort of it sort of seems like as a business you'd be doing yourself a disservice if you didn't accept cash because that's like one transaction you can do like where you don't have to like shell out two percent to whoever whoever is skimming off the top of it yeah. right like why 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 wouldn't you i mean i get why like this amazon store wouldn't because that's the point or whatever but or a normal business seems seems wacky to me I don't know I've heard of like uh, like sweet greens in Boston that don't that don't accept cash I've never never been to one well I've been to a sweet green but I think it took that <laughs> I don't know I didn't try and pay with cash so I don't know maybe you have to try
0: it fun. and report back yeah <laughs> Col- Colby's like what is all this paper currency <laughs> what am I to <laughs> do with this <laughs>
1: I wish my uh washer machine didn't didn't accept cash. Or more specifically,
0: quarters. Yeah, that would be nice. You should yell at the if... washer company. Accept my fake virtual dollar. Did you accept Bitcoin? <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh two by Friday. If so, you were to have an initial coin offering, Sean, what would it uh what would you be raising money for?
1: Um don't panic.
0: No, <laughs> fuck no. For my money. No, for me. <laughs> panic coin. Panic yeah. Sean 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 coin. And and uh I would use it to, you know, buy stuff. I don't know.
1: I think this is this is going to happen and eventually like we should probably just do this ourselves like a website where you can like pay ten dollars and we'll create your own create a cryptocurrency for you
0: yeah let's crypto yeah <laughs> that's a, that's actually a pretty slick idea
1: uh, I'm gonna look and see if that domain name's
0: <laughs> I guarantee it. <you>. what's <laughs>
2: crypto.org
0: yeah, we don't yeah. register enough domains during this show. That's a good idea.
1: Let's crypto.online. Uh, uh, that's
0: pretty good. Let's crypto.net.
1: Crypto. Let's dash crypto.com. Mm, no one puts a put dot biz
0: a is dot biz available? <laughs> I saw it. there was a there are oh, companies it, that it use those. Dot,
1: dot .biz is available.
0: Yeah,
2: legit. If there was a dot com, I would have bought it already. Uh, oh, next last. we'll
0: get them next time.
2: What is on let's Encrypt.com? just parked?
1: Uh let's see.
0: Hmm. While you're looking that up, uh, I'm gonna unless we have any other thoughts on Amazon Go, I'll move on to our next story.
2: Well, I have my idea what I would do an initial coin offering for. Okay. Is I, I I learned today about how professional poker works. Mm-hmm. So professional poker, you have to like buy into I don't know what the phrase is. You have to front money that you're sort of betting. Yep. Yeah, less crypto is totally a thing. Um, buy into play the game. Uh, so I'm not very good. So right. If I'm gonna just scam people out of money, I feel like I would do that and then enter the World Series of Poker with my ICO earnings. And but the idea is all the money that I make goes back into the cryptocurrency, and like you have a share of my earnings. So I'm not gonna win anything. So it would just be a way for me to go play at the World Series of Poker.
0: But then, so basically, you're confused. You look, it, okay, it first seems all, to me like you don't think this plan makes sense. No, first of all, I don't think cryptocurrencies make sense. I don't understand any of it. And second of all, do you, so basically, if I understand this, people are just buying stock in Dan yeah. Miller's poker career.
2: Yep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> people, people do this right now. It's just not on the blockchain. So you it, know how It's good just it's not to
0: unnecessarily complicated is what you're saying. <laughs> it's too simple right
2: exactly. now. Coming from the guy
0: who asked us to make the website unnecessarily complicated just three minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, that's totally the same thing, Dan. Totally. Hey, can you just add a? You know, can you just duplicate a feature you already have but tweak it slightly versus create a whole fake currency to buy stock and dance world <laughs> series of poker that's, career? That, that's
1: exactly what all the ICOs are. <laughs> They're just like duplicating a thing that already exists oh, and tweaking no. it slightly. <laughs> Oh man! (laughs) Oh man!
0: Yeah. You know what I do love? What about Let's in crypto? (laughs) Oh no! You know what I you know you you know what I do love though? I do love all the news stories that about you know uh, cryptocurrency and, and Bitcoin that use that same piece of stock photography of the coin with the B on it that looks like it's a real coin even though it's not a real coin.
2: Mm.
1: I always get like a kick out, out of that. I do. I get a we, kick out of that
0: because it doesn't make any sense. We,
1: we could get into the selling physical bitcoins racket. That'd be that'd oh be fun. sure,
0: <laughs> like certificates, just certificates, like real cheap, right, not
1: even not even coins. No us Letsencrypt
0: dot com is available. Sold. Oh man, buy that shit. Snap it up. <laughs> and they say all the good domains are gone.
1: <laughs> uh, I haven't bought a domain in so long. I'm kind of jonesing now that I think about it. <laughs>
2: Let's Encrypto dot mom. <laughs> <laughs> let's in dot
1: pizza. Is there a Let's Encrypto dot poker? That, that okay. could be your domain for your... Uh... <laughs> yeah, Dan, why all of a sudden do you want to play poker? Are you,
2: are you good at poker? No, th- no, 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 no. I'm not, not that I know of. Maybe I'm actually amazing at poker. But I, I learned today that that's how people fund their entry into the World Series of Poker. And I thought what better way to, like, waste a couple million dollars than to have an I- ICO and then go play with no experience in the World Series of Poker? I guess that's, that's a pretty how, good, that's yeah. That's how you see the celebrities on the TV for that, because they just plunk down their $500,000, and, you know, neither here nor there for them. But the professionals, they're not paying for it out of pocket.
0: They have investors who are going to take a cut of their earnings. Yeah, but then how did... So wait, do you then use the fake coins to buy in? Like, how do you... So the the value of my currency is tied to how well I do at the poker tournament. No, but I don't understand what money you use to buy into the tournament.
1: People pay for the coins, right? People pay Dan real and then, money and for Dan dollars. But then, Dan but then dollars. doesn't
0: Dan then have to sell the coins to someone else to get the cash to buy into the tournament? Or are you supposing no, the no, World no, Series they, people they take the fake coins? Cash. So just no. why don't you just take cash from people? I don't get why you need the coins. This is this is crazy. This is so unnecessary. <laughs> Yeah, like I could give you a stack of cash, or you can take the stack, put it in a box, Wait, send it to Antarctica, and then they'll mail it to me. Here's the here's the difference between a, a dan dollar
2: and a stack <laughs> of cash is that a stack of cash's value is relatively static. You have no idea what the value of a dan dollar is. So you you've taken something predictable and made
0: it insanely volatile. For no reason. I love it. This is great. <laughs> you just encapsulated this whole cryptocurrency thing for me in like, so that's how it works. It's just a bunch <laughs> of bullshit. Yeah. Outstanding. Yep. Oh, dear. <laughs> anyway, where were we? Dan Dollars. Dan Dollars. Get yours. To, we're looking for investors. So please give us your money. Uh, We've got time for another news story. We've got uh, Facebook picking the news. We've got Huawei no way. We've got Facebook's watch party. Hmm. Mm. I feel like
2: we should do the Facebook
0: news thing because we talked about it so much on the show earlier. We sure can. Uh, Facebook, we talked, talked last week about them tweaking the news feed. Um, the second part of that is how do you determine what a quality and trustworthy news source is? Facebook's going to let you decide. Um Let's see here. Uh, Zuckerberg said, quote, there's too much sensationalism, misinformation, and polarization in the world today. Uh, That's why it's important that the news feed promotes high-quality news that helps build a sense of common ground. However, Facebook did not want to use uh, it's or for consult uh, outside experts. They ultimately felt it was going to be the community that would decide the most uh, credible news sources that are the most broadly trusted. Now, this isn't anything necessarily new. Uh, it will be part of the existing, uh, I don't think I've ever seen one, but Facebook's existing quality surveys. It's just they're adding questions to it uh, that'll ask whether or not they're familiar with a news source and whether or not they trust it. And then over time, they'll collect that data and use it. Now they say you won't necessarily see less news, instead you'll just see uh news from different places. You'll still see the same quantity. Uh they'll only shift the balance of the news you see towards sources that are determined to be trusted by the community. Now guys, let me ask you this. Is this mm. a bad idea or a terrible idea? This is exactly what I suggested. <laughs> I
2: remember this those conversation's
0: Ant idea. <laughs> And, so, and we yeah. know Zuckerberg's it's a big like fan Linda of the show. 7, this
2: was my idea. Uh, yeah, like it's uh, social. Uh, what's the Google thing called? Uh, page rank. It's social page rank. Yeah. Do trustworthy people find this news source trustworthy? And how many do?
0: Yeah, but you you sort of lost it with like the second word of your sentence. Which was trustworthy people, yeah. Who are trustworthy people? Trustworthy, you know,
1: is is that like Facebook has like s- like statistics on their side, right? Like they can show this to like three hundred million people, and like on average, are three hundred million people more trustworthy than untrustworthy? Probably. I don't yeah, know. So this is my point. Yeah, Like ten of those people like work at Breitbart, right? But like their, 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 like, I don't know, like, flawed opinion is theoretically, or, you know,
2: like, biased opinion, I yeah, guess. here's the, the thing. thing, Sean, if, if a statistically significant group of people can't decide within some, you know, margin of error whether something is, you know, a news source on the whole, not a specific story, but just the reputation of, like, a news source is... You know, generally good or bad, then we're totally screwed. There's nothing we can do. There's no computer algorithm or anything that will save us. But that's my point. It's all just going to go down in flames. So this is the only option.
0: Is it? Is What's it? What's the other option? Uh, uh, rewinding the tape and either Facebook deciding itself or consulting outside experts. <laughs> I, I honestly, I honestly think that is a better option than this. And here is why. Because, and again, I, I'm not, I'm not. Ju- hey, look, I'm, I'm not one to judge, right? Fox News is the most watched news on television today, okay? And I also saw a recent study that found, what was it? It was, and it was a reputable polling source, and they polled... Jeez, I wish I remembered all the details. It was something like, anyway, it was something like 80% of people said if they didn't understand a news source, then it was fake. It was like this terrible statistic that said people just generally don't trust news anymore. And it was a large portion of the population. My other problem I have is that not everyone in the world is on Facebook. Facebook is its own audience, okay? And and I would just be – I hope Facebook is smart enough to be able to parse this data. And I doubt they're just going to take it raw and say, okay, of 100% of people surveyed, 43% did this. I think they're going to do more breakdowns than that, and that's you're introducing bias right there anyway. Because then, how do you determine? Okay, Facebook's audience probably skews a little younger. Okay, well, how does that that match up with an older audience who who has different news trustworthy sources? They're not fairly. Bro- it's just this. Whole, I just think it's it's just making it more complicated than it needs to be. Like I don't just pick ten news sources Facebook considers trustworthy: New York Times, Washington Post. We all. I this. I I honestly, and I know I know. I'm just saying, just because the people believe something to be true doesn't make it true. Bam. You, yeah. Rule with an iron fist is what I am (laughs) saying. Facebook does not need to be independent. Well, no, but... Let the market decide. What are people going to do? Leave Facebook and go where? MySpace? Absolutely not. If people don't like it, too bad. They have to stop being on the sidelines and get in the game, Facebook. Uh, but how many, like, how many people are they going to employ doing this? And
2: then I think you run the risk of, I think, one bad actor in that scenario could cause a lot more damage than one bad actor in this but, scenario.
0: But, and they tried that, right? Trending stories, and they had an issue with this, and it and came out yeah. that there was bias in that team. I don't disagree with that. Here's what I'm saying. Facebook isn't saying they're going to stop showing news that's untrustworthy. They haven't said that. They said they just want to tilt the balance and not adjust the amount, just tilt the balance. Just pick 10 or 15 sources that are considered generally trustworthy. Things that that uh, experts would mostly agree on, and I don't think that's cr- a crazy theory. And just no, b- and but just, then at, I think that that's
2: a different product experience than you clicking on a news story and getting interstitial saying, "Uh, you know, this is a an untrustworthy news source." You can't you can't do that for everything that's not your ten blessed news sources if you do the 10 blessed approach no so but, then how do they even know what a trustworthy news source is as a user you get a higher amount of like washington post wall street journal new york times et cetera, et cetera things but they can't call uh joshmo's website dot pizza box uh untrustworthy because they have no
0: way of knowing yeah but they're not saying they're going to do that though isn't that what they're saying no, they're just saying they're going to show you. They're going to shift the balance of the news you see towards sources that are determined to be trusted by the community. They have not said they will flag something as untrustworthy. I thought
2: for sure I saw that.
0: Now there's a there was a separate story where they were doing a separate test in other countries. Basically,
2: yeah. Okay. Yeah. Disputed.
0: Yes where they would flag specific stories, not news sources, if I understand correctly. It was only specific stories, though you could correct me on that, that were in dispute. Um, and from what I've read, that test did not go well. Um, it actually might have ended up showing people more fake news. So um, I agree with you there. I think that's a whole nother ball of crazy it, it, once you start flagging things as, as being bad or wrong rather than showing somebody things that are considered more accurate or or correct.
2: All right, I agree with you, Sean.
0: Yay. I, I finally won one of these.
1: Hey. <laughs> See, so I think uh... I think this, what their, this article is talking about could solve the, the like clickbait sensational, like ad farm type of news stories, right? Like, cause the the important thing is like, there's two questions, right? One is, have you ever heard of this? Yep. And the second is, which is, which is a more objective question, right? Like, I feel like lots of people, uh, many people We'll probably answer that like honestly, because why not? Right? Like, mm-hmm. have you or, ever heard of like joe schmo's pizza news.com? Like, no, I haven't heard Is of that, that domain
2: available. Um.
0: <laughs> joe schmo's pizza news.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, which, which, if that's true, right? If people do like answer that honestly, like that solves a whole lot of the problem, right? Because like the second question, like, do you find this trustworthy? I can imagine lots of people see that question and they say, well, I think, you know, do I agree with with the the view that this article is presenting? Um and that that answer right, the answer to that question is like perhaps compromised. Um so it doesn't solve the right, like it doesn't help with the the fake articles or inaccurate articles Thing, but it, 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 I, I would hypothesize that out of this, you would see like your 15 or 20 or 25 or 30 news sources that like everyone knows of, right? Like, whatever you think of it, like, most people in America have probably heard of the mm-hmm. New York Times or the Washington Post or mm-hmm. the Wall Street Journal, right? Um, and that's probably like super useful information
0: yeah i mean i i i will say i think i think more people need to see news and i i don't want facebook to stop people from i think there should be news and and i think whether people get it for as long as it's good news you know the 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 accurate (laughs) news right as long as it's you know not bad news uh people people whether they see it on facebook or on their tv or in a newspaper i don't really care so i think colby you're right i think it's very important i'm glad they're asking these questions and i think for me, the ideal scenario is is two things. One, they publicly release this data, I think would be very good mm. and very interesting and very important um, in a very you know, transparent way. And I think on the other side, I think it shouldn't directly influence the algorithm, but rather be combined with a series of factors to determine how they use... I think if they just take the data and then just draw, plug it in and say, look because someone said it was trustworthy and they've heard of it, we're going to put in people's feeds. I think they need to be more nuanced than that. I, I think there needs to be some, some thought behind how they use the data, but I'm glad they're asking. And, and I think that's, it'll, it'll yield some interesting results. I'm sure.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I, I can't imagine it would be like particularly unnuanced, right? Like the things you see in newsfeed, you don't just randomly see shit in newsfeed, right? Like it's, you know, something like a page that your friends like or, or, or whatever, like whether that's a good indicator
0: of, well, that's what it is. Um,
1: right. You know, but if, if a, it's a, right. If it's a, a story from a page that, that two of your friends like, but no one on Facebook has ever heard of it. Maybe like that's the thing they can be like toss aside. Well, right? and
0: yeah, that's the difference between Colby liking a New York times article and Dan liking an article from Joe Schmo's pizza review.biz, you know, that's, that's which one? Which one shows up in my feed? Indeed, and that's important. Cool.
2: Yeah,
0: I agree with Sean. <laughs> Dan, Dan, I'm going to put that on the dust jacket of my book. Can I? Can I directly quote you? I agree with Sean. Yeah, Dan why, Miller.
2: Uh, what do they call those accolades? What are the things in the beginning? It's, well, it's
0: a, oh, like a well on a movie poster, they'd call it a pull quote, is because they usually pull it from a longer review. Right. You know, Dan Miller says. <laughs> I agree with Sean. Five stars. Dan Miller raves. I agree with Sean. <laughs> I agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. that, that should have been the episode title. Dan Miller raves. I agree with Sean. Uh, but anyhow. I think we had another good one.
2: But I don't remember what it was. I should
0: be right. Joe com.
2: No. Uh, <laughs> let's Encrypto. <in> <laughs> yes. Let's Encrypto. crypto.
0: Uh, already. Well, uh, uh, what's the clock say? The clock says we can either touch super briefly on more news or move on to picks. Let's pick. Let's pick it. Pick it. Pick it. You got it. Uh, part of the show, we do picks. If you haven't uh, listened to the show before, every week. We come in with uh, some stuff we like to share with the world, What we're enjoying. uh seems we've got a lot of media picks this week, uh, which is exciting because we're always looking for new things to watch and listen to.
2: Uh, and we I have think plenty of time for all that. I'm sure each of us, especially well, Colby.
0: Oh, I know. I, I again, you, how this man has more things busy to listen fixing to. Fixing the website, yeah. It's it's staggering. <laughs> he must. Do you like run it in? Do you believe in the osmosis theory where you run it in your sleep and you're just listening while you're sleep? Is that what it's just on 24 hours a day? No, <laughs>
1: that's basically how it works when I'm working and listening to podcasts. Um, but I I don't listen to them in my sleep i do usually run out of 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 podcast content to consume
0: i listen to like five podcasts and i'm already falling behind (sighs) that's it you're kidding no it's it's more than that but i'm i am falling behind actually i shouldn't tell you what show i'm falling behind on because you'll you'll i'll get some flack for it uh I, i i may be a couple weeks behind on a certain uh challenge yourself, challenge each other program. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, no. I know. Shame on me. Do it by Friday? And they're still getting my fucking money, so I really (laughs) really need to start listening. Uh, Anyway, Uh, my pick i've got a podcast i'm gonna jump in and go first because i'm at the top of the list here for no apparent reason uh and i got a podcast i don't think i've picked this one on the show before doughboys this is a fun one um a cool idea for a uh for a podcast uh they review chain restaurants so every week they take a guest out to various uh chain restaurant usually in the los angeles area but they've got every restaurant out in los angeles so they've done all the big guys uh the most recent one they did carl's jr but they go back Uh, it's hosted by two really great comedians mike mitchell Uh, Nick Weiger, uh, Mike Mitchell, who uh, was part of the Birthday Boys, which is a great sketch show. They did two seasons of it on Netflix. I think I've almost picked, I think I've picked it on the show before, Uh, and that's where I know him from, and I learned he was doing the show. These guys are very funny. The episodes are a little long. They're like an hour and a half, hour 40 minutes, so they're a little long, but very funny. They have very funny guests on. It's all sort of improv comedy folks that do the show, Um, and they're really, uh, they're really enjoyable. I get a kick out of it, so who knows? Maybe you will, too. Uh, they used to be part of the the um the Feral audio, which was a podcast network until their founder had all kinds of sexual harassment problems, and now they're independent, so they don't have a good domain. But you can come at doughboys.libsyn.com, uh but you can just search Doughboys wherever you get your podcasts, um, and the link will be on our website. So, comedy, funny, talking about chain restaurants, enjoyable show. Uh, let's see, how about uh let's stick with podcasts, Colby? What do you what do you got for us? Yeah, so mine's
1: the, the Indicator podcast from Planet Money. Um, it's a lot like Planet Money, but it's, like, five minutes long, and it comes out, like, two or three times a week. Um, that's basically the, good, the the best way I can describe it. It's, like, a tiny current events-based, uh, like, economics FYI Um <laughs> And I don't know, it's good. If you like planet money, you definitely like this. Um, and it's nice. I like very like short podcasts in like the, the, the very beginning of the morning. I, I enjoy that. Like little will run down things that I can, uh, digest before my coffee has, has brewed. And I'm, uh, not quite a functional human being. So, uh, I found it helpful. Like they talk about things like debt ceilings and stuff like that, that is uh, topical, you know, in, in the news, I guess. So that sounds interesting to you, check it out. It's called The Indicator.
0: Dope. Sweet. That's pretty cool. NPR.org. Again, we'll have the link on the website. Um, sweet. All right, Dan. Uh, and you've got something that. I guess you could listen to as a podcast if you extracted the audio, and probably wouldn't be as no, good.
2: No, it wouldn't be as good. Uh, so, a couple, well, I guess like a month ago, the new season of *Peaky Blinders* came out, and I watched it. And I, after I finished it, I thought, man, I really want to watch a TV show with English accents, and I don't <laughs> want to watch uh, *Downton Abbey* because it's too sad uh spoiler alert so i need something else and i heard a lot about the tv show the queen on netflix so i gave it a shot and if right. you're a fan of this sort of uh age we live in of like period everything and the like immaculate costumes and the beautiful cinematography and the crazy title sequences then the Queen's going to have all of that and some crazy awesome British accents. And you learn, like, a lot of interesting history things, kind of like you can get in Peaky Blinders a little bit, too. Like, the sort of, the you know, the smaller events that you don't really hear about. And like Peaky Blinders, it covers a period of English history. Like, I feel like in America we hear a lot about World War II English history, but I don't really know what happened, like, directly after World War II in England. Uh, so this sort of gets into that. So check out The Queen on the Netflix. It's uh, it's called The Crown. The Crown. Sorry. Did I really call it The Queen the whole time?
1: <sighs> yeah.
2: Damn.
1: <laughs> I'll laugh.
0: It feels right. I mean, it is it about The Queen, it. to be yeah. fair. There might have been a show called The Queen, now that I think about it. They might have done that.
2: I've, th- th- you know what that means? This entire time, despite the awesome title sequence, I've thought that it was The Queen.
0: The Queen. It's not That's about, why you're trying drop me, Colby. It's, it's not. <laughs> yeah. It's not about the woman. It's about the the position, Thanks, man.
1: You're welcome.
0: Trying to watch out for me, and I didn't let you. Oh boy.
1: <laughs> just, just
0: powered ahead. Yeah. Now we're fake That's news. Yeah. Damn. Now someone's gonna oh, downright so us on Facebook.
2: It. Yeah, we're we're, uh, we're uh, disputed.
0: Yeah, man. Can you believe people would think we don't know what we're talking about? <laughs> Crazy. Uh, sweet. All right. Well, that's it for picks. And that means the end of the show because uh, we're going to wrap it up here. So, gosh, I think it's been quite a fun hour. I uh, hope you've enjoyed it as much as we have. Of course, you should go to our great website that we've talked so much about that, uh, that, you know, has been worked so hard upon. Don't panic.io, gaze upon its glory. Uh, get all our episodes there, audio and video, and also the pics, links to all the pics for all the episodes are there as well. So check it out. Uh, be sure to subscribe to the program. It's the best way to get it on youtube at youtube.com slash don't panic show for the video. And the audio, you know, I saw maybe one of you guys, I don't know who reshared it. Someone on Twitter said you shouldn't say on your podcast, uh, you know, find us wherever you get your podcasts. Because you're excluding people who've never listened to podcasts before and don't know how to get podcasts. Which I thought was good advice, but then I also said if they're hearing me say it, then they had to have gotten the podcast somehow. <laughs> so I was a little torn. Tricky. And it's, I mean, they could have just gone to the website, right? They could they hear could it have. on the website or they, YouTube. Or wonderful or YouTube. website. That's right. So I'll split the difference and say uh, you can get our podcast wherever you get your podcast currently, and if you don't have a place, you can get it at our preferred method at Overcast, Overcast.fm, uh, or in your uh, local app store. That uh, is going to do it. I guess I'll just quickly remind everybody, GameNights.TV is where we play Dungeons and & Dragons, and UpForDebate.TV is where Matt and I talk about nonsense. Uh, we're off this week on Up For Debate, but in two weeks uh, we will be talking about our Super Bowl prop bets. It's a can't-miss episode, so that'll be coming up. Tease that. Uh, and we're doing a fun little, I don't want to call it an experiment, we're, we're doing a fun little show element now at GameNights.TV where myself, Dan, and Matt uh, are each hearing little pieces of the same story uh, where we were all knocked unconscious, and now we're we're waking up at different times, seeing different things, but each other doesn't know what we're hearing, and so it's kind of a little kind of a little fun experiment. Uh, Matt's side is already out. My side is going to be coming out later this week. So uh, that was a great time to join in and listen. Game nights.tv. Anything else, gentlemen? I'm all set. That's I'm going to go watch the uh, the Crown. Sweet. Well, <laughs> uh, be sure to come back next time. We will uh, we'll have our Super Bowl picks, which you can't miss. Uh, on on next week's episode we'll be back next Monday thanks everybody for joining us on behalf of uh, Colby and Dan this is Sean uh, saying uh, we appreciate you being here and we'll see you next time for more tech news here on Don't Panic